Hello, and welcome to More Than Tracy Turnblad, the podcast about fat representation and body size diversity in the arts. My name is Abby Rose Morris. I am your host, and I am a plus-size theater and voiceover artist and also sometimes writer. So on this podcast, I'll be interviewing people of size in all areas and at all levels of entertainment about how being fat has impacted their artistic lives. We'll dive deep into popular fat tropes and characters and analyze how these characterizations of fatness shape our biases. And we'll identify actionable steps the industry can take toward becoming more inclusive of larger bodies. So first things first, you're going to hear me calling myself and others fat a lot of times on this podcast. And I'm going to have to ask you to just go with it. I know the word fat can make people really uncomfortable, but when you look at it very closely, it's really just an adjective. Like the reason it makes us uncomfortable is because we assign it this power of its associations like, you know, unhealthy, lazy, stupid, clumsy, ugly, disgusting, unlovable, all those words that are not exactly positive things. But The dictionary definition of fat is simply having a lot of excess flesh. So while you're listening to this podcast, just please consider that fat does not automatically equal bad. When I say it, that is not what I mean. And we cannot be afraid to accurately describe our bodies because being afraid to say fat just makes people more afraid to be fat and more afraid of fatness. It's kind of like how in the world of Harry Potter people couldn't say Voldemort, so they would just be like, you know who or he who must not be named. But like eventually Harry Potter figures out that the fear of the name Voldemort is just giving him more power. And it's the same thing with fat. So like if Harry could say Voldemort, you can say fat. So almost every term we have that describes fatness is polarizing because to fat people, they can just feel like polite euphemisms because people are too afraid to just say fat. I have my preferences, my guests will have theirs, and I will honor their preferences in conversations with them. So like, for example, plus size is a term that I do like, and uh, I may use that to describe myself. Not everyone feels the same way, but I really like that it's specific. It's kind of a good threshold for who can be considered fat, because fat is an umbrella term even when it's only used to describe people who actually wear plus sizes. So I'm on the smaller end of fat. I'm like a size like 14, 16. And I experience different discrimination and less discrimination than somebody who's much larger than me. Yet we are both still fat. And then plus so many people feel fat or identify as fat or use fat to describe themselves when they just aren't that like I do think we need to draw lines there. I have considered myself fat when I was frankly just not. Like I was probably mid-size. I was like a size eight. But that said, like in the entertainment industry, standards are so skewed to the point where there are lots of folks who are considered fat by the media or by entertainment when they're not plus size. Like Lena Dunham or Megan Trainer or Amy Schumer. These are like body positive icons flying in the face of beauty standards or so the media would have us believe. So like even people who aren't considered fat in the rest of the world, they might be experiencing fat phobia in entertainment. And I call this concept entertainment fat. I like it a little better than midsize. So for me, like while I haven't always worn plus sizes as I do now, 
I have never not been entertainment fat, and so it's always showed up for me in theater. And I actually experienced more fat phobia when I was midsize. So the thing about fat phobia is it knows no size, it harms everyone, and it affects everyone. So like if a person who isn't fat is experiencing fat phobia or they're watching others experience fat phobia, like of course they're going to fear becoming fat themselves and they will want to distance themselves from fatness. Like they will literally fear fatness, hence more fat phobia, and the cycle continues. So while we're going to mostly focus on plus size voices on this podcast, like know that fat representation is important and fat phobia does harm people of all sizes. And I hope people of all sizes will listen to this podcast because I think there is something to gain from having these discussions no matter what size you are. So here's a little bit more about me. I am the child of two classical violinists. Yes, they met when my mom hosted my dad for their all-state music festival in high school. Um, And I've been, you know, going to shows and concerts and just like really immersed in the arts since I was a baby, baby child. Um, At first, I loved ballet and then I loved opera and then I came to musical theater and really, really stayed there. So I've been doing theater since I was like seven, so taking voice and dance, doing school musicals, as kids do. So, you know, like would have been a fun, cute hobby if I had not been incredibly Sharpe Evans level intense about it. But uh, I ended up getting fat when I was about 10, seemingly overnight, it seemed to me. It felt like one day I woke up and I was fat and I was immediately aware that it was going to stand in the way of my um, stardom in the middle school musicals. So there have been almost no points in my life where I was doing theater and wasn't fat. It's always been entwined in that experience. So in my educational theater career... Like many fat people, I played a lot of older women, moms, grandmas, maiden aunts, which are my specialty. Anyway, I had the good fortune to go to a school where, you know, other than playing a lot of old ladies, my weight was not really mentioned much by my professors or my peers. But a lot of the fat phobia that I have experienced especially as a small fat person existing in like fairly progressive spaces, it's more like the kind of thing where it's like microaggressions where you're like, oh, uh, is that what that was? Like, was that, was that it? And how much of this is really because of my body? Because like, maybe I just have a mature vibe. Like maybe I just seem 70. But then there are these moments where you're like, the curtain is pulled back and you're like, oh shit, I was not making that up. And something that has particularly made that occur for me is reading articles or listening to other fat people speak about their experiences. Like that has been incredibly affirming and I want to do that, hence podcast. I also want to add that there are a lot of times that I would deny that what was happening was inappropriate, rude, or even abusive because I was like, oh, well, my body is my fault. I'm sorry. It's my fault. I'm so sorry that this too small costume you made me try on, even though you have my measurements and can see me, doesn't fit. Like, I hate to inconvenience you with my terrible body. You know, I was not like, listen, it was rude of you to get mad at me for not fitting into whatever costume you happen to have left over from the last show. Your job is to costume me and I am the body you cast and I am the body you will costume. Like, I just did not have the language for that. 
So yeah, a lot of times these kinds of fat phobic moments can be really subtle, but know that it does not go unnoticed. Like we we clock it <laughs> and it's still harmful no matter how small of a thing it is. So this podcast is based on my solo show. It's kind of an outgrowth of my solo show which is called More Than Tracy Turnblad, and that premiered in 2018 in the Philly Fringe Festival. I loved doing that show and writing that show so much, but my background, and therefore the show, it's primarily in theater, and specifically musical theater performance, and so that was very specific to my experience, which I'm sure that I will also be sharing some of on this podcast, but then I think about how my life has been affected by fat representation in so many other areas of the arts, like beyond my experiences as a performer. So like I read Shrill by Lindy West that changed my life because I'd never heard another fat person speak about, uh, you know, the fat experience. And seeing plus size models has been very affirming to me. Decent fat representation in movies and TV means the world to me. And then, you know, conversely, like the darkest thoughts I've had about myself and other fat people have come from art as well, like reading books where the characters feared and hated fatness, uh, seeing fat people depicted as like un- unlovable tragedies or bumbling idiots on TV and just internalizing that that was not only how others saw me, but also just how my life was destined to play out. And then also not seeing anybody who looked like me you know, in a lot of the art that I loved. So it's really important to me that I address all areas of entertainment in this podcast. And I'm going to have guests who work in dance, opera, TV and film, theater, arts, education, and more like the sky's the limit. And then people in all roles as well. So people who work behind the scenes, other performers, people who write or create art, who direct it, who produce it, people who do it all multi-hyphenates, like it's all fair game. And I want to make sure that I get perspectives from folks who have had different career experiences than me too, because I am a very early career artist. I mean, I graduated from theater school in 2019. Between that and the pandemic, I was in the re- the real world for nine months. Uh, so a lot of what I've experienced has been in educational situations. And like, that's totally valid. We're going to be talking about education a lot because that's where a lot of this starts. But I also do want to know what it's like for fat people who are a little further along in their careers, who have been doing this for a long time. And then conversely, for people who maybe just do it as a hobby or who are still in school but are still experiencing that fat phobia that is prevalent in every level of the arts. And then also, I am a white, cis, able-bodied, straight-passing woman. So there are a lot of intersections with fatness that I just don't understand or experience. And fat phobia presents differently for me than it would, you know, for a man or for a person of color or a disabled person. Like, there are different tropes and limitations that we're boxed into depending on those intersections. And, you know, by the way, Tracy Turnblad, also a white, cis, able-bodied woman. So, like, not only can fat people do more than play Tracy Turnblad, we also just are more than Tracy Turnblad. Like, there is a breadth of fat experience, and it's so much more complex and intersectional than, like, most depictions of fat people in entertainment and media would have you believe. So, 
I am starting this podcast because I feel that this topic is really important. It's not just about how fat people are treated in the industry or wanting to see fat actors playing more and better roles, although I do. It's also that media is a teacher. Like, it's about how the representations of fat people that we see teach us what to think about fat people and how to treat fat people. And it's about fat people internalizing these ways they're portrayed in media and on stage and limiting themselves as I certainly have, but also it's for thin people or people who are in between because they deserve to understand that fat people are not all the same, we're not all disgusting, we aren't just butts of jokes or all the terrible adjectives we conflate with fatness, we don't exist in these boxes. And you know, people deserve to stop living in fear of becoming one of us. So while entertainment can cultivate this bias and hatred, it also has the power to open minds and affirm experiences and change lives. And we as people in the arts have enormous power and we need to use that power for good. So there's like all this talk about body positivity and and diet culture. And I think we have an opening to radically change the way that we think about and portray fatness. And in order to do that, we have to have these conversations. Like, we just have to talk about it and we have to listen to each other. And that is what we will be doing on this podcast. Hell yeah. So that's your introduction to More Than Tracy Turnblad. If you liked it, please subscribe and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps so much. And tell your friends and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at More Than Tracy T. 